morning, it's February 13th, and this is your Daily Brief in U.S. News. Here's everything you need to know. In a recent rally in South Carolina, former President Donald Trump made comments suggesting he would not defend NATO allies who fail to meet defense spending targets, even hinting at support for Russian aggression against them. This stance has ignited a wave of controversy and concern across the Atlantic. In a show of unity and defiance, Germany, Poland, and France have collectively voiced their support for NATO, emphasizing the alliance's indispensable role in safeguarding European security. Amidst growing tensions, European leaders convened in the Weimar Triangle, focusing on the threat posed by Russian disinformation and cyber attacks. They've agreed on a joint mechanism to counteract Russian aggression, highlighting the urgency of European solidarity and the defense of democracy. With the 2024 European elections on the horizon, there's an escalated worry about Russian disinformation campaigns aimed at undermining support for Ukraine and swaying public opinion. The foreign ministers of Germany, France, and Poland have stressed the critical need for continued support for Ukraine, viewing it as a cornerstone for European security. Trump's remarks have sparked fears of a potential shift in U.S. policy towards NATO, raising questions about the future of the transatlantic relationship and the burden it may place on it. In light of these developments, there's a pressing call for European nations to enhance their defense capabilities, preparing for a landscape where U.S. commitment to NATO's mutual defense pact may not be as steadfast as previously assumed. Janessa Yvonne Moreno, a 36-year-old woman, has been identified as the individual responsible for the shooting at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas. Moreno, who had a criminal record, entered the church armed with a long rifle and accompanied by a child. The situation escalated quickly, resulting in Moreno being fatally shot by off-duty officers present at the scene. The motive behind this harrowing incident remains a mystery, with law enforcement agencies currently investigating Moreno's residence for clues. Tragically, the child who was with Moreno at the time of the shooting is critically injured and not expected to survive. In a correction to initial reports, it was clarified that Moreno was not transgender. Additionally, it was found that the rifle Moreno carried had the message Palestine written on it, not Free Palestine, as was previously misreported. Joel Osteen has expressed his devastation over the incident, while Texas Governor Greg Abbott has labeled the situation as tragic. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner commended the swift response of the officers involved, but noted that the full story behind the shooting may never come to light. A news briefing to provide further details on the incident has been scheduled for 1.30 p.m. local time. A major nor'easter snowstorm is on the horizon for the northeast U.S. this Tuesday, prompting New York City public schools to close for in-person attendance. This formidable storm is expected to unleash heavy snowfall, with Cape Cod bracing for up to 8 inches, while northern Rhode Island could see between 7 to 13 inches. High winds and coastal flooding are also on the forecast, adding to the storm's potential impact. The National Weather Service has issued a winter storm warning signaling severe weather conditions. In response, Rhode Island is considering a travel ban, and Pennsylvania has already put vehicle restrictions in place on highways in the Poconos and surrounding areas to ensure safety. These measures highlight the seriousness of the impending storm. Meteorologists are forecasting snowfall rates of 2 inches per hour in some areas, which could severely disrupt Tuesday morning's commute across the region from eastern Pennsylvania to Massachusetts. The storm's timing intersecting with rush hour 
raises concerns about hazardous travel conditions and the potential for brief, intense periods of even higher snowfall rates. Residents in the affected areas are urged to prepare for power outages and difficult travel conditions. It's advised to keep emergency supplies, such as an extra flashlight, food and water, in vehicles and to stay informed about road conditions. Officials, including Governor Dan McKee of Rhode Island and Governor Maura Healey of Massachusetts, are actively monitoring the situation and coordinating their responses to ensure public safety. Overall, the storm's impact is expected to be significant, with 49 million people under winter alerts and 17 million under flood alerts. The community is encouraged to use resources like the United States Power Outage Tracker and to download relevant apps for breaking news alerts to stay informed and safe during this challenging weather event. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, at the age of 70, has been hospitalized due to an emergent bladder issue. This health scare follows his hospitalization for prostate cancer surgery in January, along with subsequent complications. In a move towards greater transparency, the Pentagon has promptly informed both the White House and Congress about Austin's current health status. This is a notable shift from a previous incident that led to political backlash and an investigation due to delayed communication. Despite these health challenges, Austin's medical team is optimistic about his quick return to work, though it remains unclear if his bladder issue is a direct consequence of his earlier prostate surgery. Austin's hospitalization occurs amidst pivotal moments on the global stage, including crucial NATO defense talks in Brussels and the U.S. Senate's deliberation over a $95.34 billion aid package aimed at supporting Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan with $61 billion of this package earmarked for Ukraine as it defends against Russia's invasion, the stakes couldn't be higher. In Austin's absence, Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks has stepped in to fulfill his duties, ensuring continuity at a critical time. Austin plans to participate virtually in an upcoming meeting with the Ukraine Defense Contact Group. Amidst these developments, President Biden has expressed his full confidence in Austin, highlighting the Defense Secretary's importance in addressing ongoing global security challenges. Austin is also slated to address Congress on February 29th, shedding light on the secrecy that surrounded his initial hospitalization. During Super Bowl 58, a significant ad aired supporting Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s independent presidential campaign, produced by the Super PAC American Values 2024. This move sparked a wave of controversy and criticism, particularly because Kennedy himself disavowed the ad, which cost $7 million to air. The ad drew further criticism from Kennedy's family due to his anti-vaccine stance. In response to these events, the Democratic National Committee filed a complaint alleging illegal coordination between Kennedy's campaign and the PAC, a claim the PC denies. Kennedy's shift from a focus on environmental activism to promoting anti-vaccine conspiracy theories has raised concerns among many, suggesting it could significantly impact the 2024 election's outcome. Despite Kennedy's apology for the ad, which used images of his late uncle and mother without his approval, it remains pinned to his social media account. This controversy is underscored by the Super PAC's substantial investment, spending nearly half of its $15 million on this single ad. Kennedy's political shift and independent candidacy have not only drawn public criticism, but have also led to opposition from his own family. His siblings and cousins have publicly expressed their disapproval of both his campaign and the controversial ad. This family opposition highlights the deep divisions and challenges Kennedy faces as he continues his bid for the presidency.
This has been your daily brief in U.S. news. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.